0: Welcome to Season 3 of the Student Leadership Podcast. We believe you were created to make a difference. So we want to equip you to lead your generation in whatever setting you find yourself in. So whether it's your high school, middle school, college campus, or anywhere in between, we want to help you point others to Jesus. On students, and welcome back to the student leadership podcast. Let's go! So nice we had to do it twice. You know, Ryan Kick, we're bringing him back, baby. Oh man, dude, the man who's not from Buffalo, he's in Pittsburgh, but he's kind of from Buffalo. You know, the vibes. Yeah. I feel like I'm
1: looking at an adopted Yinzer at this point, guys. Come on, <laughs> almost, almost, man. <laughs> definitely, just definitely. leave the Buffalo
0: teams, just accept the Pittsburgh ones. We'll be friends. I don't know about all that. Not this year, not this year. Hey, okay, and, and <laughs> as students, you can hear, I'm joined by Colin Robinson What's again, up, guys. Colin You passed. The votes came back. I'm
2: so happy. Students said they wanted you to return. I was worried. I was really worried. And
0: Ryan, the the reviews were insane of you. I mean, just five stars. Yeah, all five stars. Five stars, (laughs) like a hotel. (laughs) Okay, so here we go. Last time we talked about your favorite sound. We're going to keep things really simple for you, Ryan. But it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna go oh, into so some. Ready. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's What's simple. your favorite letter? Terrifying. <laughs> no, no, it's your favorite, favorite number. I want to go into. Have you ever heard of like inner child healing, or you know, where you discuss like this the, is an you, icebreaker? Not yeah, it a it therapy we is. is, is. <laughs> We're gonna get deep. Do I need to like contact my therapist for this? No, 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 <laughs> Ryan. I want to know. When you were just a young lad, what did you want to do? Who did you want to be? What did you want to be oh, when you grew up? Oh, this is good one. Okay, easy. The easy. Was
1: easy. So I'll say two. Because uh, one's heartbreaking, not really. But so I wanted to be a pilot as a kid, oh, but I'm okay. colorblind. So like, for no, oh, real? <laughs> yeah. So that was like a baked in like. Well, there goes that dream. I can't do that. Oh, pilot, so- <laughs> can't be colorblind. <laughs> No, because it, 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 it in, like it, with your depth perception, messes with that. So like, there's a, I a little bit of a problem with. Uh, so, I or think like, I'm in reading instruments yeah anyways so yeah I'm, I'm broken uh but the other one <laughs> no so again g- growing up in buffalo i think like buffalo's like the ugly stepchild of like canada it's yes. like pulls what they like but like push so anyways um i, I always wanted to play hockey like the hockey was like oh, if yes. i could like do one thing like yep play the buffalo sabers be terrible it'll be great Go- yes Love it. <laughs> on the sabers dream
0: big <laughs> yeah I, I always wanted to play hockey dream too big, that was man. my. That's my exact answer. I wanted to be a hockey player. Ryan, did you ever make yourself in like NHL, like Chell, and like Heck yeah, make man. yourself 99 of course. overall and live by number, 11? Number yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's I guess so you could be
1: 11, but the Sabres. Though yeah. I will say so I, I, I got a hockey card as a kid, and that was like, best moment of my life in, in like our house like you could like get a card of yourself and I was oh, like this you? is the best oh, me." So it was like high, highest moment of my life until I turned it around and my dad put the wrong like birth date no <laughs> so, <laughs> no joke <laughs> so oh, my. my brother's birthday instead of mine so I, I remember just like at age like six just like weeping <laughs> no <laughs> I like, <this is> <laughs> chance to be in a card. dang it wow <laughs> that's actually <laughs> That was so like dream crushing, man. If I could six, seven-year-old, like that's the worst.
0: Oh, that was another icebreaker than I thought. Oh, man. I'm crying and laughing at the same time, both at your expense. Oh, my gosh. That's so good and so sad. Man. Wow. I don't know what to say. So I guess we just jump into Do the podcast. Did we pod just game. end the podcast here? And that's it, kids. Yeah. That's all we got for today. No, well, Ryan, thank you for sharing that dark part of your, your childhood. <laughs> Hey, I loved what you said last time, just about culture. You talked a lot about resilience. It was so good. If you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to, yes, you got, you got to check that out before you listen to this one. But Ryan, we wanted to bring you back and give us something else for student leaders. So what do we got today?
1: Heck yeah. So, um, today, so I want to talk about how to like, how to unhurry. Cause I feel like if there's something I'm like most passionate about, it's like, you know, how do we unhurry, slow the heck down, just, like, like the, the pace at which culture moves, and, like just, we move as humans, I, I think there's evidence to show that we weren't designed to move this quickly, and I think, like, we just, hurry is incompatible with, like, following Jesus. So, okay, yeah. So, how let's, do we, how let's do we jump into it,
0: because already, I'm gonna be honest, I got my defenses up. I'm cool. like, hold on. I got a lot of stuff to do. I like doing a lot of stuff. Got a to-do list. I bet there are students that are like, yo, I I play sports. I, I like being busy. So Ryan, talk to us about how to unhurry. What do you got?
1: I think there's a million ways. Um, just to touch on what you just said, cause I think it's important. So when, yeah. when we're talking about like, Hey, I want to do this. I love doing this filling our schedule. Let me just put a little thing in the, in the beginning of why do we want to do that? I think a lot yeah. of our culture or just us is this desire to like produce and perform and to, uh-huh. to, to like, you know, get, um, just get noticed. And so yeah. I think a lot of our business is probably tied to our identity. So anyways, we don't have to quite go there yet. But so how, how do we unhurry? I really think so. Uh, there's like spiritual practices that we can talk about. But I think those five core spiritual practices that affect this are the five S's, which is like silence, solitude, slowing, simplicity, and Sabbath. And I think those are love it. I'll say those again. Silence, solitude, slowing, simplicity, and sabbath and we can okay. just touch on like i think we'll focus on maybe like one or two today because that's like ours but, but i think actually, sabbath you, is
0: one that we can ryan would you actually ahead. mind just giving us a working definition for each of those five you don't have to if you want to double click on one of no. them that's fine but just like a working definition for each
1: love it yeah so silence just like shutting up <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's the best definition I've ever heard.
1: We talk so much and also we consume so much. Like I am so guilty of just like putting my phone down and listening to a sports podcast while cooking. Like I don't need to do that, but I just have to have like something coming in. So silence, solitude. I think we've become so, um, I think those two kind of go together often. it's We're, we're so uncomfortable being alone. Yeah, and I actually talked to Colin about this, which I think you picked on me on the, on the podcast, you bum. But like, I think there is something to like going to like, I talked about going to a monastery just north of Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, um, you did just to kind him. of that. Like I
2: didn't name him. Kind of it could train. have been another friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think there is something to at least learning to just be alone with God. and yeah. it, it is like a skill. It's not like something that we just naturally like, yeah, I'll just do that and that'll be like the best time of my life. That's like a skill to learn. Yes, Slowing Um, there's a book called The Three Mile an Hour God which kind of talks about like that's the pace at which he walked and so slowing I think is if Jesus kind of ran through life at the pace we did I think he would have missed a lot of those little opportunities to minister whereas like someone like touches his his road right Um, like if he was just running through the crowd to get where he was going like wouldn't have happened yeah simplicity i think we like our stuff a lot so living simply um so also that we can we can give i think it's super super important then sabbath for those who who don't know sabbath is kind of it's in the Ten commandments man it's a command so sabbath is basically taking one day of your week and just dedicate dedicate to the lord so like really like no work and more just focusing all of our our attention on sabbath and so anyways i think I, i thought like one first wits to talk about how to unhurry. I think Sabbath is probably the most easily applicable thing. Uh, also, I think it's a skill you learn, but I think it's the most easily applicable to someone that they can start with first. I think it's the lowest bar of entry. If that makes sense.
0: Uh, is it, that would be Sabbath.
1: I think so. Yeah. I think okay. like Sabbath,
0: Ryan, I'm going to, man, I'm going to be that guy. Just real quick. You got to help me. You are saying a lot of stuff that now I have to do. It's more work. <laughs> and right now I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely hurried, but I'm fine. Talk to me about the why, because I I think I net agree with you. And I've seen this in a lot of students and my student leaders, but it feels so hard to implement what you're talking about. So you said, I, you know, I think there's evidence that shows we weren't meant to design this way. What do, what are you seeing that hurry is doing to students that you're trying to avoid? Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. So let me say, I'll say three things about this. First, I want to give like scripture because I think this is probably like the focus of it. So Matthew uh, chapter 11, verse 29 to 30. But I'm going to read out of the message because I think this is like the dopest translation of this. Let me read it. Um, So it says, walk with me. And this is uh, Jesus talking. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly and I think if we look at ourselves like I live anything but freely and lightly right like I feel like we all have so much just stuff like so much either just like thoughts or work or responsibilities uh dates on the calendar and I feel like my life very often is like it's heavy, like you know. What, what God's saying here is, I'm not going to to lay that on you. So this is um, this is the translation out of like you know the easy yoke. And so, but I, I think that keep company with me, and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly. It's God's basic instruction of just like be with me,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, so that you, you can receive that like that peace. So, and now let's get into like the evidence portion. There's a quote by Dallas Willard, which you don't know don't Dallas Willard like. He's probably my like my dead mentor. Like if he was alive still, like yes, <laughs> I do any, we all any have those. Guys. Love Willard. So he put, hurry is the great enemy of the spiritual life in our day. Mm-hmm. And so when I talk to most students, we think like I don't have time to, you know, I mean, I'm either too tired. I don't have time to spend time with God. It's like, well, yeah, because the pace at which that makes sense, the pace at which we run, you know, is is too quick. So there's another quote that's like that we are just too busy to follow Jesus. And I think while that's sad, like I think there is truth to that um last really you know i'll say deep thought there's this idea in like historical study called the knowledge doubling curve and so basically what that means he estimated that if you take at the time of jesus birth uh the to- total collection of the like, human knowledge doubled uh to the year 1500 okay so it took 1500 years for the entire world's population to double in knowledge okay it then doubled again by the year 1750 then it doubled every 100 years up until World War II. After that, it doubled 25 years. In the 1980s, it doubled every 12 months, oh, and most wow. like smart people believe that it's doubling between every 12 and 13 hours. So, like the rate at which Dang. we like <laughs> obtain information is like it's so different than how the history of humanity ever has and so i think there's that's linked to why the speed at which we go the anxiety that we wrestle with like i think all of those things are links last thing i promise and then we no 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 this this is (laughs) great yeah keep going There's another thing called um, this philosophy called amusing ourselves to death. So what that means is kind of that, you know, basically the effect that TV and all this social media has on us, it's a low information to action ratio. So what that means is that we are overloaded with information, but we have very little to actually do with it. Uh, right so as we're just scrolling like we're just inputting inputting but there's no response to it and i think again too there's there's studies to show like that also increases our anxiety uh even detachment from other people and so there's a lot of like psychological like problems that come when we just overload our schedules overload our our physical input to like (laughs) to what we're seeing to what we're hearing it just messes with our soul man and so i think again I think this is kind of one of the lamer topics to talk about because we're all like I love doing stuff with hanging out with friends and playing sports. But I, I just think this is a big piece that we missed um, you know in our spiritual development that I wish I would have kind of learned when I was younger
2: man all right students if you're listening to this just take a deep breath in because if you're like me you're like rethinking everything like my whole life is messed up all right yeah. i'm i'm thinking back okay because right now like i'm learning what a sabbath is which sounds like silly i feel like i should have gotten this by now okay but like as an adult like having a sabbath is like all right cool i'm not gonna have any work or i can try to like cut some things out as a student you can't be like okay i'm not gonna have school on Fridays and that's going to be my Sabbath. You don't, you don't have that whole option, but whatever we're talking about, like a Sabbath, the idea of it, whenever I'm thinking about it in my head is like, Oh, I just have all this time where I'm doing nothing. Like all that I'm going to do is exactly what you just said is I'm going to start scrolling. I'm going to binge shows. If I have nothing to do, I'm going to become a potato and just listen. So if I'm a student and I'm trying to practically figure out what do I do on a Sabbath that's actually going to be restful and put me in a place where I can get closer to God. Like what, what very practically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sensei. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Um, so I think, truthfully, Sabbath, um, I love the idea. It's called pleasure stacking, okay? So this is kind of like, hey, what are things that give you like joy and re- like refill you? Yeah. And so part of the idea is, hey, Sabbath is two things. It's It can be focusing on Jesus and pleasure stacking. So let's say you love, like, you're outdoors and love fishing. Like, this is great. Go out and fish and just, like, think about like, the woods. Like, kind of, like, pray while you're doing that. Or, like, spend time with, like, even spending time with friends can be you know, Sabbath, I think anything that gives you life and and joy that you can, that can be done in community with Jesus can be Sabbath. Now I do think there is also a large portion of rest. Like I think part of that is, is resting is like, even you talk about like just like sleeping is good reading, whether it be scripture or just even like a fiction book, just I think things that slow down and disrupt our normal pace of living is a really good aspect of like, Hey, that I'm starting to, 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 uh, to lean into Sabbath more. And I even think like, I have another little tidbit too, but like Sabbath actually, uh, I think we as humans were designed for it, mm. um, like on, on a, like a physical level. And I just think this is the least like, respected commandment. You know, when we look at the Ten Commandments, like no one, I don't know many people that follow Sabbath. It's becoming yeah. more trendy now, but.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let me ask this. I'm hearing what you're saying. This is for student leaders though. So is it, someone listening in might be like, all right, that sounds good. Maybe I should do that. That sounds, yeah, that could probably help me. How do you Ryan see this is helping students be better student leaders? Like how do you see keeping the Sabbath or slowing your role a little bit, helping them actually lead? Because I think my first reaction to this was, this is going to hurt my leadership. This is going to pull me away yeah. and actually you know, work against me. So what do you think about that?
1: Yeah. I think my, my first response is I think we are all like 10 steps away from burnout. Right. Especially as a leader who's wow. doing so much, I think like we live on this like edge of a cliff of burnout. And if we kind of in the same way, like, you know, as me, we have a, a T roll at home. I think I tend to be way shorter and, and, and ruder to him or to my wife or whatever, whenever I'm like not rested. Yeah, And I think there is a level of like, Hey, we need to give our best to our, to our craft, to whatever we're doing. And sometimes that actually means the best thing you can do for yourself is to slow, slow your pace. There's actually even studies too of like, Um, in other countries doing like a three to four day work day, people average 35 hours a week, as far as like work time are more productive than people with 60 hour work weeks Yeah, because they're more focused in what they do. And so even in my time, yeah, I wrestle so much with when I'm on Sabbath. I constantly think like, I should be working, I should be doing this. I should be writing. I should, you know, I I'm, I'm dreaming of like, like student event plans, but I feel like the Lord is also saying in that, like, Hey, listen, like your worth does not come, come from what you do. Your, your worth comes from like, Know, who you are in him and so when we talk about sabbath hey if you want to be a healthy leader in your schools i really think that we we can if we don't take sabbath we will lead out of unhealth far yeah. more often than not so i think it's almost we have to because if not like we're kind of giving our, a worse version of ourselves to to our skill to our craft to our friends
2: a solid Ryan. I, I definitely seen personally, like whenever I actually take those days and I can see like the difference of like, wow, like I have so much more energy. I'm so much more focused. So I'm just curious. Cause I know you have a lot of stories, even if a student or somebody else, I'm just curious who's somebody that's actually that you've, that you've seen take this principle that was really busy on like the verge of like burnout was just going way too hard way too fast and was actually not having a lot of results but then took this and said i'm going to have a sabbath what did that look like for them
1: so uh i don't know him personally but i'll kind of throw, give a shout out to one of my favorite kind of like leaders uh, his name is john mark comer he actually wrote a book called the ruthless Illumination of hurry if you're into reading like so good anyways so he kind of was building a church it got incredibly large kind of thing but he was like I mean, not even like mid like breakdown, like dude was just leading out of like, you know, hurt and just, you know, no energy for a long time. So he actually like quit his job for a period of time, mm-hmm. demoted himself and was like I'm just going to spend some time away from everything. And I think when he was talking about it, he was saying how useless he felt because he wasn't working. Wasn't like, you know, working even for the kingdom, but in actuality he needed his soul to heal. And until he, he, he spent time to just like be before God, uh, he couldn't lead lead well, and, and if anything, I, I would say like his impact now to what he's bringing to the world, um, and the the the, the uh, leadership lessons and training that he has available is so much more impactful. Post him, kind of just like starting yeah. this like this culture of like, hey, I'm going to to, to live simply, to live slow, and I think even uh, one interesting thing of Sabbath too. I think it really should be treated as like tithe as well. So for those of you, like tithing is kind of this aspect of, hey, we give 10% of our of our money to the Lord because we are entrusting him with our money. And I think we also don't entrust him with our time, right? But also I know we, we hear pastors always joke about like, hey, give money and like, won't you see God return it to you? Well, there was a study done back at New York University, which is wild. Uh, the Seventh Day Adventists. I don't know if you guys know yeah, what that yeah, is, yeah. but it's like a denomination of of, of church. Whatever they're, they hold to the Sabbath since they're born, like it is a core belief that like yes. since they're infants, like Sabbath is is what it is. On average, they live like this is legit ten to twelve years longer than people who don't practice Sabbath. <laughs> wow. But hold on, what's wild? If you add up every Saturday from like birth to like, their the average <laughs> age of death. That's 11 years. Oh, wow. So like, it's literally like the days that they're taking off is being returned to them in like longer life. So I really think those are two examples of like, <laughs> I think we were made like for Sabbath. Like, yeah. like if God did it in creation of the universe, I think he baked that kind of like into like who we are as people.
2: So good. That's all it's crazy. If you're listening to this, this is not like a worth three old guys talking about this of like, we need rest as a student
0: value this. Cause this can change so much of your life. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. So let me, let me just, as we kind of close and, and, end. um, if there is a student who is feeling, we'll even say a little convicted, but they are doing a lot of good things, Ryan, maybe they're very involved in their youth group and they play a sport and they're trying to get good grades. That alone equals a full schedule. You're running from something to something, let alone if there's another club, maybe they have a hobby they like to do. Um, Maybe they got a family that's very involved in the community or likes to go, you know, do things as a family. It feels like this is a utopia that I don't know if I can arrive at. So in a realistic way, what is some advice you would give if that student was sitting down with you? Like, do I let the club go? Do I tell my youth pastor I got to be less involved? Are you saying it's impossible to play a sport and and love God? What are some practical things that you can do if you're you find yourself in a position where you're kind of landlocked in terms of time? Yeah
1: yeah um i guess my my gut response this is like a cheesy one but like go to jesus about it like in the first no, that's place like, is yeah, there, yeah. are you feeling your schedule just because like you want to like all those things are great that you're saying but is it more because i want to like look better or be better or is it like actually something god's calling you to but i think too and if this is really just like you're just living really fully and again you know we always joke like you know sometimes we are too busy to follow jesus yeah but what if we like what if we spent like a specific time in that to just say, I'm going to set aside 30 minutes of my day. You know, I think a great way to start is, Hey, I'm going to either wake up early or maybe instead of scrolling on my phone, I actually have an app on my phone called, it's called the one second pause. I think one second. Anyways, what it does is when you open a social media app, it like waits one second and then like tells you to breathe. And so like you literally have like a solid second to decide, do I actually, and you have to click on it again. So do I actually want to just open this app? Oh, or or, or
0: wow.
1: like, am I done? So, even just that little step, it's just a little like barrier of like, hey, am, I, I have to be like face that. Do I actually want to waste time right now? <laughs> yeah. Or could I be doing something else? Yeah. And so, I think maybe just putting in little things in our life like that of, hey, how can I create, you know, barriers to this? Like, you know, we pick up our phones and just automatically hit some sort of app. But what if like I'm able to catch myself in that and say, hey, listen, I'm not doing anything. Why don't I just like, pull up my Bible app, pull up a reading plan that I was doing, or even like check in on a friend and give them a call. I think all those little things that just slow our pace and slower input of like of, of input of, Stimulus or just like content like if we can slow that I think those are great ways to start just in our little moments That we are normally giving to social media that we give to to the lord give to our friends
0: That's actually true too because a lot of times when students do eliminate some of those things They find themselves with more time than they thought. I don't think we realize how much those things are taking, you know, it's like, oh man, and now I get home and I, I have to do all this homework. Well, you eliminate those things. And I think you'll realize, oh, you can do your homework and still have a few hours before you actually go to bed. If you, if you eliminate a lot of those distractions. So I, I love that advice. Yeah. Right?
1: And I don't want to put anyone on blast here, but if you just look at your phone, I wonder what all of our like screen on time usage is. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a really good indicator of like, hey, how much time do we actually have available in our lives? because you're yeah. saying you're so busy. But we were at youth group and there's a student who looked. She had, I'm not kidding you nine hours of screen on time. Like four of that was just Instagram. And I'm like, you work a part-time job just scrolling on Instagram. So like you're saying you don't have time. You have plenty of time. It's just you're not using it. You know, you're just wasting it. So again, this sounds like super idealistic, like utopia, like this is in a perfect world and none of us are perfect. And I think, specifically unhurrying is probably the most difficult piece of like any spiritual practices because it fights against just our nature to want to be to do to achieve Mm -hmm. uh, rather than to rest because resting feels lame and it doesn't feel like we're you know growing but in in essence we're getting more healthy
0: except yeah except when you're in it and then when you have a season of rest you're like this is the best. Why would I not yes, want to right, do this? Right. That's right. yeah, amazing. Oh my gosh. We shouldn't be living
1: like life to then Like the one week vacation to like, yes, put all of our rest into that. Like that's not healthy though. I love, I love a good cruise, love a good vacation. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just can't be living for that. Yeah. Come on,
0: Ryan, such good advice. And, and let me just say, we have a lot to unpack in the overtime episode. So, so thank you so much for giving us a lot of <laughs> great, it. you know, and, and it is, it is Jesus's standard too. You know, he practiced this, he did this. It's not just a utopia. It, it's achievable and attainable Ryan tell students how they can find you we'll, we'll put it in the show notes
1: yeah hit me up so I'm on uh, Instagram and on Twitter um it's at Ryan M kick so just shoot me a message um Take me
0: there. Dude, Ryan, thanks so much for joining us for two episodes. Thanks, guys. We love having you guys. Yes. Uh, Students, we're pumped for you, man. We're rooting for you. We're here in your corner. We do this for you. Even before we record, we're praying for you. And so, students, I want you to hear this. We believe you are called and able to lead your generation. Do it with passion for Christ and love for others. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys.